I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Christmas and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host and friend, Amy Ravel. It's Christmas Day. I hope that today is a joyful one for you. I hope that it's peace-filled. That's my word for this season is peace-filled. Um, and I, I, I'm glad that you are listening. If you are listening on Christmas Day, Merry Christmas. I'm so thrilled to be someone that you would want to spend some time with on Christmas Day. I thought it was important to drop an episode today, not just because it's a Monday, but over the years, so many listeners have reached out and let me know that on Christmas Day, sometimes they have no other human that they're coming into contact with. They've maybe done family or work or friend events outside of Christmas Day Or maybe this year is a year of loneliness or sadness or grief and you don't really feel like being around other people. But lots of people say that actually podcasts are their friends in their ears on Christmas Day. So if that is you, I'm keeping you company. And there's double, triple meanings to today's episode uh, title. So I'm keeping you company if, if I am the person that you get to spend Christmas with. I'm also keeping you company if you have to do multiple hours in the car with small children and you don't want to hear them say, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Or she's touching me. So you may have your earbuds in and in that case, I'm keeping you company and keeping you and keeping you being good company for other people and also keeping company around, you know, just the, the relational dynamics of Christmas and how do you keep good company when sometimes it can seem like you're exhausted at the end of Christmas, that everybody comes tired. Um, Maybe you've got people that slave over preparation for Christmas Day and so there's a little bit of uh, entitlement to them not having to do anything on Christmas Day, which may well be uh, appropriate, but it can change the dynamics. And so I just thought, why not jump in on Christmas Day and talk about keeping company? talk about 
you know, some of the things that can come up on Christmas Day. And yes, it's not decluttering specific in terms of decluttering your items, but it is about living intentionally and it is about the reality of our lives. And so I hope that you will allow me the um, indulgence of coming in on a little bit of a different angle today. When when there are Christmas events, sometimes you're seeing people for the first time in 12 months or maybe you only see them a couple of times a year and maybe you don't have a whole lot in common apart from marriage or blood relation or neighbours or a church or a community group or whoever it is that you spend Christmas with. And sometimes you've just got to pick some easy topics that aren't going to get people riled up, that aren't going to get you riled up. And there are a couple of things that our family does on Christmas Day that kind of help us to remain good company. Now, you could ask our families and maybe they would say that these don't always work. However, we have a few things that we do intentionally. So one is we've never been a get up super early on Christmas Day family. So even when the kids were little, we waited till seven. And that was mainly just because our family routine was when the children were little that they could get up at seven and we didn't really tell them that there was an option to do anything other than that. So they would wait until seven and they'd come in and we'd do all the Christmas things. What we would then do is we wouldn't rush straight out the door to something. We would allow the children a bit of time just to have breakfast, to play with their toys, to be excited, to try on clothes, to go outside and shoot hoops. Um, often we've been in churches where they don't run a Christmas day service often because we're in a bump in bump out environment and it's a lot of work to expect people to do on Christmas morning. Um, and so often it's a Christmas Eve service. And so we take it slow when the kids were little, once we'd had breakfast and they had a bit of a play, we would always go to the park. And I just loved this because it just gave a little bit of um, energy release, but it also made the day a bit more normal and it had a bit of a slower start to it. So there were years when they would get like a new football or they would get a new bike or scooter. And that's what we do is we go and ride bikes and scooters and play and do ball. And we would do that for about an hour. And it was just that time the four of us without it being in the house and around lots of noise and around lots of people and it was just a slow start which we just treasured so much when the kids were little. Another thing that we've um, often done is kind of not put as many restrictions around the kids on Christmas day in terms of you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to go and talk to this person and be polite and you know make sure you give this person a kiss and a cuddle and no 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 like I mean, I don't know if it's just because we've got kids that are neurodivergent, they've got ADHD and so do I, and so there's a little bit more grace in that. But Christmas Day is meant to be enjoyable for everyone. And if you've got a family member who is like domineering and bossy, sometimes you just need to give kids and yourself permission to pass, permission to go outside and say, hey, anyone want to come for a nice walk down the paddock? We're going to go for a walk or we're going to, you know, go for a wander with the dog. Would anyone like to come? That can sometimes, removing yourself and maybe having a smaller group or just some fresh air can be really, really good on Christmas Day. Another thing that you might do if you're going between events is can you come home for 10, 15 minutes and everyone just veges out, has a cold glass of water, maybe the kids just need to have a little nap. Is there space for you to breathe and just have a moment? Maybe that is just pulling the car over somewhere. Maybe you just want to pull in at Macca's and get everyone a a frozen Coke or something that you can break the day up 
And also respect kids when they're saying they're exhausted. Like maybe it is okay that they want to have a little nap on the couch or they want to go to bed if Christmas is at your house. Like breathe, breathe, have helpful and kind conversations and you will definitely not have that as much of the post-Christmas hangover, not alcohol hangover, just the people hangover. It's a lot. People are a lot if you're neurodivergent or you're an introvert or there's lots of different reasons that you might find Christmas a lot. I hope that you can take time to be good company to yourself. Reach out to somebody who you think may not have people around on Christmas Day. It might just be that you invite them for breakfast or you drop over a little meal if you know that they don't want to be around other people like just think how can I be good company and I hope that I've been good company for you today I'm going to leave it there so that you can get on with all that you're doing Um, if you don't have plans today there's like 400 odd episodes of this podcast you can go back and listen to if you so desire in fact you could probably listen till the end of January and you wouldn't run out of episodes but I hope that today is a joy-filled a peace-filled day for you enjoy the freedom and I'll see you next week Bye. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present, of the Kulin Nation and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search the Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.